Hey, says Whovians. Hey. Hi. It's Dan and Maureen. Hi there. Hi, hi. Oh, boy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and it's, hi, hi. Hi. It's Saturday, hi. the 3rd of October. Hi. Not a normal day for says who. And uh, we sat down to record a town watch for we tomorrow. Already had, we already <laughs> had one. <laughs> we did. We already had one. This was an off week for us. This was an off town watch week. But then uh, everything happened. And uh, we started recording the town watch. And then partway through, we realized we are just recording a regular episode. But what that means is, uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the town watch, things get loose. Yeah, real loose. Yeah, we don't have a a plan when we start. Oh, Dan, as opposed to those super tight, episodes we've been putting out not hey this isn't... <laughs> we have things we say every episode i usually will edit out when you go to deal with your dog that kind of thing town watch fucking all bets are off god damn it dan so <laughs> i like that now you have uh, you have adopted doing the imitation of you yeah well you know what <sighs> anyway I... says Huvia. We are in uncharted times. And as a result, we are doing two episodes this week, apparently. Uh, if you are expecting a town watch to drop tomorrow, there is likely no town watch tomorrow. You get this instead. Yeah, that so you we still are, get it. Yeah, we're sharing it with everyone because... Because... because. because nothing matters anymore. <laughs> Thank you for your support. If you'd like to continue to support... Patreon.com slash says who five bucks a month gets you this kind of content literally every Sunday now. Right. You know, and also if you want to support us right now, uh, we're going to give you so many episodes. It's true. It's like we're living in your house. It's a good time to sign up if you need a roommate. All right, let's do this. Watch! Coming to you hot! Coming in hot right now. Man, extra trombones for this one. Hey everybody, it's me, Thank You Jax. Real special episode today. Playing a little extra music. Yeah, Town Watch! <laughs> Town Watch! We weren't going to record one this week. We had one in the can. Just have my hands over my eyes. <laughs> Town Watch. That's all I'm going to do. Just going to keep saying it. Town Watch. Town. Can I just, before we really get into this, can I just say I got a new chair and it's changing my life? Oh, yeah? It's like... um. Well, first of all, I I always just stand when I record, mm-hmm. and sometimes that gets a little iffy on my lower back, but <coughs> I have always just had a little chair that is far too short for the desk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I finally was like, I should get one that can work if I was standing, like sort of a lean stool thing, and I got a chair that has like a bump of an exercise ball on the top, 
and now I can just sit here and squirm. I feel Dan, good. Squirm. I want to be. I want to care more about your chair, but I can't. I know because. <laughs> Before we get into it, can I Dan, just say what are you uh, doing, I have Dan? spent the whole morning playing Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Dan, what are you doing? Dan, well, stop tell- I built stop. a whole theme park. Tell you that much. It's doing great. Dan, stop to say before we get into it. You can't. Also, my dog is barking. I have to stop her. Hold on. <laughs> I, I add extra trombone when I do thinking checks. Storytown watch stay oh, no. vigilant. I could hear you the whole time. You just couldn't hear me. Oh well. That's yeah, Oscar a power took balance if ever there was one. Yeah, Oscar Oscar picked a bad moment right before we recorded. He's like, I'm just gonna get in the shower. I'm like, what are you doing? So anyway, <laughs> look. Dan. Maureen Dan. Johnson. Okay, where do we I think that we have to agree that we're going to start talking about the story from a point in time. Where do we begin? <laughs> Seems sensible. I don't even know. So, the funny thing is, this morning, before we get into it, I just said that to say that. Uh, this morning, I realized that this, the, the events with which we are going to discuss began to unfold on Thursday night. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's yes. only Saturday morning right now. And when we say Thursday night, they began to unfold at like 9 or 10 p.m. Yeah. Like yeah. late, like already in kind of in bed and reading a book. So we're not really even 48 full hours into understanding the scope of everything. And yet it feels like we can <laughs> we could never capture the whole of it. I think there will be books written about this this week or even just these couple of days. I would like to write one of those. Oh, everyone, the president of the United States has coronavirus. We're five minutes into this shit and somehow we forgot to mention that part. I think they know. He's in Walter Reed Medical Center. Yes. And pretty much every hour... Something changes. <laughs> every hour, someone else has it. Yeah, every hour. Okay, so let's just run through the quick list of how <laughs> we we came to understand. This is about a coping strategy. So how did we come to understand this? <laughs> so on Thursday uh, night, he says he's getting <laughs> tested. Because first, okay, well, let's go back again. Yeah, I mean, it's no, yeah, begins- you got to back up even more. Thursday night. It, it was, yeah, it was probably around 8 or 9 p.m. 
Thursday night, or even maybe even a little bit later, because um, we had settled down to watch some Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And um, after, so it was like at 10 o'clock, a, between the 9 and 10 central hour, a whole series of things unfolded. One of which was that Millennia Trump fucking hates Christmas. Yeah, remember that? Which I know is um, a minor story in all of this at this point, but was just rich as hell at that moment in time. But we also that, found out that Hope yeah, Hicks. Then, but then Hope Hicks had it. And had traveled, you know, Hope Hicks, for those of you that don't know, is like extremely close to the president. She worked with him at the Trump org. She was, you know, sort of early in the administration was referred to as the Trump whisperer. People would go to her to get him to do stuff. Um, she it, left yeah. for a little while during the Mueller when kind of things heated up during the Mueller stuff. And at one point she did testify to Congress. Um, but then she, then she came back sometime in the last, I want to say year or so. And it, you know, went right back into being, you know, extremely, extremely close to the president. So certainly when, when Hope Hicks got it, that was a different, that was a very different playing field than when like his diet Coke valet got it um, yeah. or various, you know, other people like Hope Hicks getting it is meant that he was in extremely close contact for very long periods of time with somebody that was contagious. And then right. and then he tweets around nine or maybe around 10 or 11 at night that he's being tested. Which really yeah. made me wonder because it made a lot of people wonder. I think a lot of us were like, why would you tweet about being tested? Because you've got rapid testing. Like you're one right, of the few people that were, has. Specifically, they were waiting on test results. Right. Which was fishy. Right. And then I went to bed. Yeah. I, I went to bed. At, you, know, you know what I did? I went to bed saying to Oscar, he's not going to get it. He never gets it. Those kind of people... Or they, they have some kind of evil Teflon that he like, and then I just went to sleep. Yeah, that was and a mistake. I didn't pick up my phone again for a while. But <laughs> then what happens, Dan? So I uh I have and I've talked about this on the show. I stopped bringing my phone to bed. Um and would leave it outside the bedroom so that I could get a decent night's sleep sometime. But not on Thursday night. <laughs> After midnight Chicago time, 1 a.m. East Coast, he announced that he and Millennia both had the coronavirus. I was peacefully asleep. You were just snoozing away. I was. The sleep a of nice a lifetime over there. Really nice night, too, because I talked to my friends that night. I had a Zoom call with some really good friends. So I was in, like, I was in a very beautiful headspace where I was like, I'm just going to go to bed thinking of my friends, and it's so nice. Well, I was in a different headspace, but it was also fairly nice. I, I have to say, there was definitely the sense of just like, Wow, I didn't know that I could be looking at the internet and not feeling just pure dread 
And I know that's a terrible thing to say, but you know what? It's not. N- not a good guy. So fuck no. it. Dude's responsible for the death of 200,000 people due to a virus that he could have dealt with and didn't. And then what do you know? The third act. Well, this just turns out to be the beginning of the story, Dan. Because so <laughs> I, I woke up to uh, a lot of messages from you. So many. You were asleep for so long. In my oh, defense, no. it was a remarkable length of sleep that you no, were just. It wasn't even you were that just I was out. I was out, but then I got up and I didn't go right back online. I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was awake and noom 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 because I'm I'm doing a project I had to organize a like a large amount of data and so I was like I'm gonna sit here and listen to a podcast and get this admin done. It was like the first time I'd ever done it <laughs> that I hadn't immediately turned on. I just didn't look. You at didn't look. I mean, it, what's amazing is you went to bed with the president on a cliffhanger and you woke up and we're just like, la, 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 la. I was convinced. I was convinced. Man, really convinced. I just thought it was bullshit. And that, that I just nothing that there be no, that there's no karmic justice or anything with him. And then I was like, whatever. <sighs> but here we are. And as Maureen said, this was just the beginning of the story. So. We woke up to Donald Trump and Millennia and Hope Hicks all having it. And Dan having a kind of a kind of anxiety stroke trying to reach me. <laughs> I didn't text you. I figured that there was something must have been up. I didn't want to wake you up. And I was glad that you were getting such a good night's sleep. Who's been sleeping well? If you texted lately? me, I, prob- I, w- I would have seen it. Probably. See, that seemed but that seems like that would have been me. You, you were, you were, you were anyway, point being. And then Friday happened. Friday, by the way, Maureen, was yesterday. Not, uh, no, I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I don't believe it either. But we had sort of just a cascade of positives that included Ronna McDaniel, the head of the RNC, Two senators, Tom Tills and Mike Lee, the president of Notre Dame University. And that's, to me, where it got real interesting real fast. Yeah. Because all these other fuckers are palling around all week, going to various, you know, various events. None of them are wearing masks. The president of Notre Dame University went to one event. Yep. Which was last Saturday's a week ago today. Uh White House unveiling of Amy Coney Barrett to fill the vacant seat of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, an announcement that they rushed through because they want to get this done before the election. They held her coming out party uh on the White House in the Rose Garden before Ruth Bader Ginsburg was even in the fucking ground, right? So it was a it was a party in bad taste from jump and for ill reason from jump. And now it turns out 
it was a super spreader event. Yeah. Because now Kellyanne Conway has it. Chris Christie has it. Uh, the head of the Trump campaign, Bill Stepien, has it. The current, we are a month, a month today from election day. And the president who is running for re-election, the head of his campaign and the head of the, our Republican National Committee are all quarantining. So let's go back to yesterday for one second. Sure. Because yesterday we find out he has it. He tweets once and then silence. Like nothing. nothing. Now, one thing is you're, you're supposed to tell the American people how the president is. Yeah. And that's kind of a thing. And nobody was saying anything. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. All of a sudden, around, right after the markets closed, he didn't tweet all day, nothing. Suddenly nothing. we hear he's going to Walter Reed. Yeah. And that he's going by helicopter, not by car. Yeah. So this part, this is where I just pushed the chair back from my desk and said, okay, I get it. I get it, world. I'm not going to get anything done. And I went, I turned on the TV <laughs> to see what was going on. And that fucking helicopter sat there for an hour. Yeah. Like they were just, they were just burning airtime. And they're like, look at that helicopter. It's got, it's got rotors. It's, it's kind of a green color. Uh, I understand. Some people but call it a whirly bird. At points, this is literally the kind of things that they were saying. You know, once you get in there, there's a selection of uh, cold drinks and snacks, and there's a captain's chair and a, ro a rotating captain's chair. It's a nice ride if you can get it. <laughs> they were like literally to the point where they were describing whether or not there were peanuts and stuff. So they, they had nothing to say about this. And then they just, nothing was happening. And all of a sudden they're like, it's taken off. And you didn't <laughs> see him. And so then they got footage of him walking towards the helicopter. And he didn't say anything. He just kind of gave a thumbs up and walked towards the helicopter. And now I'm at this point now fervently texting and speaking to my mother, who's a nurse. Yeah. About like what she as a nurse assesses from this situation. And one of the things I said to her was, is there any chance they could give him something? Because she's like, they, they don't generally like why people go to the hospital and like what different protocols or different things you would do at different times. Yeah. And I said, is there any chance they could give him a little something that would give him the energy to get him to the uh, helicopter? And it turns out today that that is possible because it seems pretty certain. It is basically confirmed that he was given oxygen inside the White House. Mm. Yes, he was given oxygen in the White House on Friday. And... As many people on Twitter have pointed, and this is some Twitter speculation, but it's backed up with the photographs. If you look at the photographs, it does sort of appear that he has a canola, like the tubes going around his ear and under the mask. Oh. And something running down his back and something in his pocket. I haven't seen this particular theory. It, I mean, it's the photographs and you can see it pretty clearly. And even when he was walking, like the way it, it did look like he was a slightly odd shape. So there is, it is within the realm of possibility that he had uh, a little O2 supply with him as he walked across the lawn, because once he got to the other side, he didn't even walk to the building. 
they had a tra- uh, like a trail of SUVs that drove him basically the length of the driveway and over to the door. Mm. So he was short of oxygen. Yeah, I mean, that. so this is where shit gets weird for me, right? Because if these people were not incompetent clowns that have lied to us for the last four years about things big and small, right? Um, probably we would, they would, we would believe the things that they said a little bit more. Um, but the thing that is so weird to me is in my head, in a generalized world where the president of the United States gets a very contagious virus that can, um, proceed quite rapidly and also unpredictably. The idea that you would move the president to Walter Reed Medical Center for a few days of observation during the time of the virus where it is going to likely be the worst totally makes sense, right? Yeah, and it if, would, it would, and nobody and if, would think much of it. Right, and if Friday morning someone maybe new had come out and not Kaylee McEnany and basically said... Here's the deal. I'm running point on the president's health. Here's his current situation. He has, you know, mild symptoms, you know, still fucking go with that. Uh, But as with any protocol, we're going to move him to Walter Reed because we want to make sure that he's, you know, getting observed at that level. And so that will be happening later in the day. You know, we will keep you up to date on any price. Like, okay, yeah, fine. That why would I think that's weird? Right. Like the fucking president of the United States has covid. Yeah. Um, But instead, they just can't fucking do anything right. Well, so you have Mark Meadows come out without a mask. You have everyone fucking walking around without a mask. You have, you know, people contradicting each other. Even to today, they are contradicting each other. But then there's one big thing that we forgot about yesterday. So they come out. We find out the president tested positive at one in the morning. By mid-afternoon, we find out that he has already been administered a highly experimental antibody treatment that has only had 250, that only has been tested on 250 humans. Yeah. So by mid-afternoon, they're already injecting him with some kind of thing, which it- Not hydrochloroquine, by the way. No. We spent how many fucking months touting that as a miracle drug and nobody has listed that as a thing that he's been given now that he actually has it. So, yeah, he's by mid afternoon they're they're using experimental treatments on him. Yeah. And then by 6 p.m., by 5 p.m., they announce he's going to the hospital. Right after the market's closed. Yeah. By 6 p.m., it takes an hour to get him out to the helicopter. And then. We have the only kind of proof of life is a is an 18 second video he makes. Yeah. Then he's in there. And now we come to today and the fuckery of today. Yeah. So. Well, continue. So (laughs) this. Yeah, I'm because I'm checking because oxygen is now trending, and so. Yeah, I'm so, also looking. We have to look at on real time. The president um, has tweeted 
in the time that we've been talking. Doctors, nurses, and all the great Walter Reed Medical Center. That makes no sense. And others from likewise incredible institutions who have joined them are amazing. All caps. Tremendous progress has been made over the last six months in fighting this plague. With their help, I am feeling well. Mm. Okay, so. All right. This is very confusing, so bear (laughs) with us. Because we're still, as recording, we're still in the middle of the confusing time. So I was, I sat down at my desk again this morning, determined to like get stuff done. When I started to get a bevy of texts from my mother, who was watching the live doctor's presentation, which was incredibly weird in which they give an entirely different. So let's just back up a second about what was already previously known is that Hope Hicks starts to not feel well on Wednesday and test positive Thursday. And then technically sometimes Thursday evening, Trump tests positive. That would be the given timeline. Now, Trump is, has been exposed. They know that an exposed person has been around him. They knew that. He still has an event with a bunch of high dollar donors that turns out Dan was a buffet. And at some (laughs) point they sang karaoke. I, I can't, I'm not making this up. So they all paid, I think, a quarter of a million or something to be there. Something crazy like that. I believe that it was like that level of donor. Something It was like the super high rollers. So he has this big high dollar, dollar event. They're all, they're all glad handing, shaking hands. They have a buffet. They sing karaoke. Those donors are not told. They find out with everybody else that yeah. the president has COVID. Yeah. So today, the Trump doctors come out. So he does an event knowing. Possibly, he, there, I think there's, I think it is more than likely, given everything that's being coming out right now, that he know, knew at that point that he yeah. had COVID. Yeah. Because the doctors then come out today and give a very confusing timeline. Yes. About when he was first treated. And the doctor keeps, has 72 hours. And everyone goes back and does the math and realizes that's that they, Wednesday. That they, uh, Went that the onset of symptoms was a totally different day, that they began treatment on Thursday. Um, as of an hour ago, White House doctor Trump began exhibiting clinical indications of COVID-19 on Thursday afternoon. The doctor uh, has just clarified his timeline. He says he meant to say it's day three, not 72 hours in. The diagnosis was made Thursday night. And that Dr. Garibaldi meant to say it's been two days. So they're saying that the White House is now claiming that two doctors misspoke. And these are very high, like these are doctors whose precision is, when my nurse mom went through this, doctors and nurses have a way of speaking that is not vague. Yeah. And they are very, trust me, being raised by one, you get drilled on precision. When you say you're 72 hours in, that is extremely clinically significant, and they tend not to get that shit wrong. So if they come out and say it's 72 hours, and two of them give dates and give times, I believe those doctors were saying that, yes, 72 hours is when this happened. Now, a memorandum from the president's physician, he says he used the term 72 hours instead of 
uh, day three and 48 hours instead of day two with regards to diagnosis, the president. So, so now he's saying he said this. There is confirmation he was getting oxy oxygen on in the White House on on Friday. So yeah, even that's confusing though. They like that this is the actual oxygen back and forth. Right. He's or not oxygen. He's back not and on forth. oxygen right now. Right. Conley said. He's not needed any this morning, today at all. That's right. Then pressed by reporters on whether Trump was ever on oxygen, Conley said, Thursday, no oxygen. None at this moment. Yeah, and yesterday with the team when we were all here, he was not on oxygen. He was on oxygen on Friday. Clearly. So, and I, again, this is just me asking nurse mom. I said, when do you um, typically, do you, would you just give that prophylactically? Would you just give it just because. And she said they, her, her one nurses, this was one nurse's take. She's like, you know, generally they don't, you don't give anything until it's needed. Um, she's, you know, like you wouldn't just, if you're, if you don't, if there's no deficit, you wouldn't just automatically do it. And she, but if his pulse ox was going down, then, uh, then yes, you know, if his pulse ox was, say below 95 or something like that, then they probably would have started administering oxygen. Yeah. So his, his oxygen level was probably going down. He was probably having difficulty breathing. They get him on oxygen. They call in the helicopter. They wait till the market closes and potentially, you know, have him on oxygen so he can walk across the lawn. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's so right now we should just note the time of recording. Yeah. Because at the rate things are I going. I think I'm going to go ahead. We're not, this will not be a quarantine Sunday, Maureen. I will go ahead and edit this shortly after we finish recording and just put it out on Saturday because what is the point? Yeah. I mean, it will be I, quarantine Saturday, everyone. Welcome. I mean, should we just make it available to everybody? <laughs> like no just no restriction on it just maybe just put it up as an episode yeah probably because so yeah it's 210 right now so many things um come into question like he was probably sick he was probably not feeling well possibly tuesday wednesday at the debate it is very likely he was unwell no. And potentially contagious. Which means that Joe Biden, the other, both the president and or the person who will be, one of the two, the president and the person who will be president, they both, that's Schrodinger's president right there. We, you know, it's, uh, are, are on stage. He could, he, the Biden camp was not informed. Um, now multiple senators have, I mean, you know, the, the vice president is going to have to be checked multiple times. And it's. um. <laughs> so the other thing is, so his doctors went out. I'm looking at this, looking at Olivia Nuzzi's Twitter feed. And apparently five minutes after the doctors got off the stage, 
Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, briefed reporters saying he wanted to be off the record, right? But then it was caught on camera. So it's him straight up. And he says the president's vitals over the last 24 hours were very concerning. And the next 48 hours will be critical in terms of his care. We're still not on a clear path to full recovery. And one thing we know about COVID and how it progresses is that it's not a straight line. No. Um, people tend to feel better. Yeah. And then get and then rapidly get worse it, and then get better and get where it goes. It's not a, you know, you tend not to just start, just feel better and then continue that way. That just seems to be a function of this disease. Yeah. So he could be a febrile at points and not, and have that. And it doesn't mean at all with this, that he's going to remain a febrile. Yeah. So, um, oh, by the way, um, New Eric Trump said to speak with New York investigators on Monday about family business. Dan, what? It's all, all right. Dan. It's all happening, Maureen. Dan, let me I, ask you a question. Yeah. What's going to happen? <laughs> God damn it, Dan! Uh, I, I mean, there is going to be a debate. Is, is there going to be a debate? I mean, who knows? Right. Like, who knows? Like, I, I. It is it is impossible to know right now where things are going to go. I mean, one of the things is there is a you know, there is a long list of people who have tested negative. Right. But another thing with this. Another thing with covid is you can be exposed at the same time as someone else and you may not show up as a positive long before or until long after someone else has you know it takes different amounts of time to gestate inside the body and some people may never actually get it but we are by no means are we out of the window of possibility of people that were at that event or people that were at subsequent events of which there were many and many yeah. and many from uh coming up positive the fact that we have senators now three um that are coming up positive. They met all week, you know, because they're fucking trying to rush through this fucking Supreme Court thing. So we'll start to see that cascade a little bit. Mike Lee from Utah was this week unmasked, sitting directly between Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz. Sorry. Ted Cruz, who is just famously constantly being... uh having to self-quarantine because he is exposed to COVID and somehow has not not gotten it yet. Even COVID um, hates Ted Cruz. Yeah. But it's so, I mean, we don't know. Mike Pence, we he's negative now. We don't know. Rudy's I mean, negative. I know that because I texted him and he texted me back to tell me that he was negative. Uh, it's just still the greatest thing ever, Dan. It is also, the fucking weirdest thing on earth. For those of you that don't know, I have uh, it, it paid by... The says Huvia. I have a burner account. So yeah, you did every, this. Thank you. Yeah, you did. Um, every now and then I will text Rudy Giuliani, always from a fresh phone number. And he responds every time. And today I texted him and simply asked, Rudy, you got your results back? <laughs> and he responds, negative. And then I said, Christie's positive. 
And he said, who is this? Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. But even if he's negative right now, he, he may not be in the future. You know, we are in such a fluid moment in time. It is impossible to know uh, what happens next. Nobody, there is no, there is no fucking game plan for what do you do a month out from an election when the president is in the hospital, his campaign manager is out, the head of the Republican National Committee is out, Kelly and Conway is out, she can't step in. Also, like, to be noted that that Kellyanne was busted by her daughter. Sure was. Sure was. Jesus, Maureen. It is fucking wild. So, uh, there's so much to kind of talk about what all this means. Uh, first of all, for example, Hope Hicks tested negative on Wednesday morning and positive by Wednesday night. Right. That's how this can happen. So, uh, all reports indicate that everyone inside the White House are freaking the fuck out uh, because sure. they've been running around without masks on. And uh, everyone there is, you know, it's uh, it's like the mask of the Red Death in there. They've all been locked in with each other. I tweeted out uh, about 30% of the text of Mask of the Red Death this morning. Just because <laughs> I couldn't, I don't know if you saw it, but I kind of edited it and just tweeted it out because it's, it's the story of what's going on right now, almost to a very eerie degree. And we are, as of today, let me look over at the calendar. Today we are one month away from the election, Dan. Literally today is, to the day. Today is October 3rd. Things are changing moment by moment. The entire yeah. chain of command of the United States government is now got a question mark over it yeah um just absolute I, wild shit like i think that it's mike very, pence is not quarantined right now he's going to campaign next week he is the next in line how he's not in a bunker yeah makes no sense it's almost like you have a bunch of trump people running the government right now Right. Uh, and that's, yeah. So here's, here, you want my predictions, Dan? I do. Okay. I think that there are no more presidential debates. Yeah. I just think that that's just not happening. Um, because even if, so it's not even just a question of the, the two-week thing. Um, COVID knocks you down for a long time. Right. You know, people, people who get it and are sick with it are sick for a long time. Sometimes they take months to recover fully. I don't think there's any way in hell that if he's in the hospital right now, that he's going to be in fighting shape on the 17th of October. And even if they drag his dumb carcass up there, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think that they're going to pull the plug. Yeah, I mean, and, I, I, I don't think that they that given, the debates will move forward. Given how terribly he's doing, how terribly he did, I think that they would, uh, they're 
probably delighted to have a good reason to pull the plug on what was the craziest shit anybody ever saw. I mean, I still think he probably thinks he did great. And oh, he sure could he be, it. you know, gasping for air in the hospital and be like, I could do it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It'll be yeah, great. I, here's the other thing, though, Dan. I think the president is a little baby man. And well, yeah. And he is scared, very, very scared about himself right now. And even though he's he's got all this bluster, ultimately dudes like that um, always freak out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They always freak out. So if, if they say to Trump, you could die or something, then I think he would just have them say, I couldn't do it. You know, the doctors wouldn't allow me. I couldn't take the chance with the government of the U.S. You know, you're too important to me. I love you too much. Uh, Also, also, I just not for nothing. He blamed the military and the police for getting COVID. So, you know, I mean, let's just put this. I mean, this is the thing. This is the thing to me. I have watched multiple videos now of the Amy Coney Barrett party that they threw last Saturday. And it is, the more I watch it, the more infuriating it is, frankly. Because it is a party. It is, nobody is wearing a mask. They are all slapping each other on the backs and giving each other hugs and laughing and telling jokes. And there are, Dozens of people there and they are Mm -hmm. crowded into space. They moved indoors and there's, you know, handshaking lines and they are all operating with impunity. They are all operating with such arrogance, such assuredness that they can walk between the raindrops and not get wet. And it is maddening to me. I have eaten food not prepared by mine or Janice's hands twice in the last seven months. Mm-hmm. My children are working on school from fucking Zoom, and it doesn't work. We see no one, right? Like, Every and I know so many people listening are in the same boat. You have been doing the fucking work because there's a fucking pandemic happening. And then you see these pieces of absolute human garbage that are responsible for the whole goddamn situation we're in out there. Basically, like there should have been fucking carnival rides out there for all that for all the solemnity that they held it in. As you're talking, Dan, I am looking at video footage, it's being tweeted out of Republican Rep McCall from in Texas on an airplane with his mask off, refusing to wear a mandated mask on the flight, despite being asked three times by the flight attendant before we even left the gate. Yeah, you know, and and as someone that you know, it just it feels something like justice (laughs) to actually have this happening frankly to me to finally see them 
affected by this thing that they have wrought upon us. I don't hate it. Also, all of this would have been covered up except for the fact that there was a reporter named Jennifer Jacobs who basically busted this open. Yeah. She's the person that reported Hope Hicks. I mean, there are so many clarifications and things coming in, even as we're talking. Yeah. That there's no way we could possibly, the minute we stop recording, an hour later, something else will have happened. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Anything could happen right now. So, so Dan, how does this affect what's going to happen in a month? (laughs) Nobody knows. I don't think anyone could answer with any level of certainty other than the fact that at least right now you have one person running for re-election to be president who has from day one downplayed both the virus and the science around it. And you have another candidate who from day one has, in fact, from before day one, has very clearly and very admirably championed the science, championed how we need to get out of this, and has run his campaign accordingly. We saw at the debate Trump was making fun at the debate where he was likely positive. Trump was making fun of Biden for wearing a mask everywhere he goes, for having events where very few people attend and they are kept in very distant circles from each other. And yet that is correct. That is correct. That has always been correct. And so I would hope that some people will look at this situation and say one of these people can't even keep himself safe and certainly hasn't kept any of us safe and move accordingly. Um, I think that it's probably, oh, I don't want to say it. I think that <laughs> it's, I think it's a good guess that this probably did not help the Trump campaign. Well, yeah, I think that's probably a good guess. Um, He can't campaign. He can't do events. He can't do rallies. He can't breathe very well. (laughs) He's in a hospital. Uh, This is also, remember, this is a man who truly views illness as weakness. mm -hmm. And who hates, who hates people that are sick. Yes, he makes fun of them. Yeah, makes fun of them, thinks that they are losers, right? Thinks that they have, yeah. And so to have to admit it, to have to be in the hospital right now for him is is truly galling. Yeah. I had an evil uncle. I had several real pieces of work done, but um, I had one that we found out uh, that his thing was making fun of coworkers who got cancer. And he would just mock people who got cancer. This is the thing. And then he got cancer. And 
um, told another relative who passed it along, not knowing that it was a secret and that he made fun of people for it. And that it was like that. And he became so infuriated. There are people that are like this that make fun of sick people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is absolutely for him. The ultimate disgrace is for him to be publicly sick. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. I'm making some. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. Definitely no debate on the 17th. 15th, but yeah. Is it the 15th? Pretty sure. Let's look. Some asshole put it in my calendar. Oh, it's the 15th. God damn it, Dan. Oh, I put it in your calendar. So you'd be able to see it, Marie. Yeah, the 15th. 17th is Saturday. All right. Let's. Okay. In four days' time, there's supposed to be a vice presidential debate with yeah. one person on stage who's been exposed, and there is no guarantee at that point that he would test negative. Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to trust it. So do you just cancel that debate or have it remotely because you can't trust that they're going to ha- provide accurate results if he tests if he tests positive? Yeah. For safety reasons, I'm not sure they can have that debate. But all right, let's just say it happens. It seems real risky. I can't imagine that it's really going to happen. I definitely don't think the debate on the 15th is happening. No. No. It it seems impossible to me. No. And I'll say that the doctors demanded that it not happen. I think that... There may be a debate on the 22nd, but I don't think there will be. I think the debates are done. Yeah, I mean, it's... He'll claim he won, and the doctors won't let him do any more, and that'll be that, and we won't have to watch that shit again. Which, frankly, I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. I'm fine with that. It's good. It's all good. I'm fine with that. We have no idea what his con- how his condition is going to go up or down. None. None. Zero. We have no idea how long he's going to be in the hospital. None. We have no idea that even if he is discharged from the hospital, that he does not return to the White House, and then his condition worsens again, and he has to be readmitted because yeah. COVID moves up and down. Yes. We have no idea. We have no idea if the vice president is uh, positive or negative right now. He is really Schrodinger's candidate right now. Yeah. Because he was sitting in the middle of a sea of people that are all positive. We have no idea who's running the campaign because the campaign manager has COVID. And anyone that could step in, any former campaign manager, Mm -hmm. has been arrested. Yes. Or is hospitalized. They are all either in jail or or sick. Yeah. We have no idea what the actual chain of command is going to be at any point this week. No. We have no idea if there's going to be a transfer of power. It is one month to the election. (laughs) To the day. And and they may have knowingly exposed the other candidate to COVID. 
Yeah, that's the uh, that's the that's the real hold your breath part because we don't know by any level of assurance what Biden's status is right now. He's he's been tested and he says he's negative and that's great, but again, things take time. If if Trump was actually exposed at the Amy Coney Barrett thing, you know, that was a few days before, so you would still be, you know, you there's there's still time that things could get even more fucking crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, we're still there's still uh diagnoses to come. Yeah, a lot. So So what you're saying is see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <sighs> We're officially at the point where I did not. There's no one. This is just fucking crazy. Dan, we recorded an episode on Wednesday. (laughs) We sure did. It came out on Thursday. (laughs) We recorded an episode on Wednesday. It came out on Thursday. And by Thursday night, everything was different. Uh, uh, we should just can we just do a thing where our mics are open and it's just our just a podcast is just live <laughs> at all times. Yeah. There we're all uh, how are you doing in terms of getting things done? I actually had an extremely productive day yesterday somehow. Um mostly guilt-based because I had not been productive on a project that I needed to be moving forward on um, like a like a you know a paid project that I just had been getting dick all done all week and it was like I gotta do this and so I was actually able to really concentrate part of it was I realized that I could do a lot of the job with pen and paper and mm-hmm. so I just I put my computer away and I, then it was like oh look at this I can I can plot all of these things out that I need to I need to be doing right now. I did and, that the uh, other day, and that's when Trump caught COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so I, in that respect, I was productive for one for about three and a half or four hours. Yeah. And I felt really good about that. Yeah. But it doesn't look good for long term productivity. Yeah, for the entire oh. month of October. Okay, let's just quickly game this out, Dan. Oh, no. We're a month out from the election. Definitely the next week is all about him having COVID. Probably the next two weeks. The debates are oh, probably yeah. going to get called off. Uh, we ha- I don't even think we've hit the October surprise yet. I'll be honest with you. Oh, boy. You know? I don't no, think we have. No, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't I- think we have. Okay. I think you thought this was the October surprise. I don't think it is. Because I think the actual October surprise is still out there. Meanwhile, <laughs> there's going to be testimony from Trump, uh, from Eric Trump on, on Monday. So the whole tax thing, remember that being a big deal? Yeah, that, that was, was less, Sunday. Less that was than less a than a week ago. Less than a week ago. Yeah. 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 So, Dan... Then we get to the election. Which well, is also, to- don't forget that 
there is theoretically a vote on Amy Coney Barrett happening in October as well. Mm-hmm. That as we were recording, McConnell has announced that they are not going to hold any votes for the next two weeks, but that he still expects the judicial hearings to continue on schedule. Even though some of the members of that committee have COVID? Yes, because apparently committees have been meeting in a hybrid model. Mm -hmm. And so the quarantined people can continue to quarantine. This shit is going to look like Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. You also now have Republican senators that are that are refusing to test. Um, Chuck Grassley, who is 87 years old. And is on the Judiciary Committee and met with Mike Lee for sure uh, yesterday said that he wasn't going to test. So he is literally willing to just roll the dice. In order to get this vote through. So you have that happening in October, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then you have the election. I'm bad, sorry to have interrupted with that. Oh, yeah. Then we have the election. At which point we begin the process. We begin the process of trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. With the actual vote. And that, that is, uh, that runs us through January. Yep. Or, does. Ja- and January is optimistic. <laughs> At some point, someone will make a serious bid to change the election date. Yeah. I don't think that'll happen. But nope. at some point, they'll try it. Yep. Um... Mm, Dan. I don't know. Like, what if what if on election night Trump is utterly incapacitated? Yeah. It's not certainly not even a particularly far fetched what if. No. No, considering it's only a month away. Yeah. Whoa. People are racing in your neighborhood though. Yeah. They want to know what's going on. Man. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, I hear that a lot. <sighs> Maureen but, Johnson. I mean. Anyway. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Tom Watch. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dan, this is just normal episode. Uh, right. That's right. Just put it. Just put it out. Bye-bye, everyone. No no time watch this week. You get this. Everybody, you just get this. Bye-bye. Oh, Lordy. Ah, the one, you know what? The Kellyanne, that really got me. Oh, yeah. Because she she was out, and they, it's like that, it's like the, it was like a nightmare on Elm Street, where you think you've woken up, and then the hand comes up from the bed, and is like, Ah, uh, there's so much more to come. Bye-bye. <laughs>